Welcome everyone to Uplifting Humans, where we honor, empower, educate, and inspire the listener. I'm Salindran Buller, your host. Our guest today is John Freeman, who is an author and public speaker specializing in science and spirituality. As an organizational development specialist, he is passionate about creating the mindsets for the future. John holds certification in leadership coaching and emotional spiritual intelligence coaching and as well a spiral dynamics practitioner and trainer. Welcome John. Thank you Salindran, it's great to be here. And we are just so excited to have this conversation with you. So, John, maybe for our listening audience, can you tell us, I know that you're passionate about uh, emotional, spiritual intelligence, and I know that you've got a beautiful book, which people can purchase, The Science of Possibility, but how did you get started in all of this? Well, it started for me, uh, having been brought up uh, kind of an atheist, brought up in a very kind of scientific, rational training and then at one point in my life, I was kind of dealing with stress and I went on a training, which I thought was mainly going to be about kind of relaxation and stress release. It turned out to be much more than that. And at the close of that course, uh, it took me to a place where I had a psychic experience. I mean, this is designed as part of the course. Um, nice. And the, psych the, the psychic experience is... You, you've learned a lot of things which are about going into the inner mind and being able to detect what's going on elsewhere in the universe and with other people for the purposes of healing. And so I, I had this experience, totally unexpected, totally left field for me, where I had a completely visceral awareness that the person I, whose name and location I'd been given, I had this strong sense it was like my face screwed up and I wanted to tilt my head and I said does this person have a brain tumor wow. now, I knew nothing before that hmm. that was a completely kind of jaw-dropping event for me because it told me that all my training in science all the things that I'd been kind of convinced couldn't happen one of them just had. I couldn't wow. deny that. Yes. And so that began a journey. Uh, I mean, I'm going back over 30 years in this story. And it began a journey in which I thought, well, I'm going to have to find out what this is all about. Mm. And so I did lots of other things in the self-development and um, healing and so on. Um, and before very long, I realized I had to explain this to myself scientifically. So yes. the way I did that was I actually started to write the book. Mm, okay. And the book took, the book took 25 years and, and six different wow. versions before I finally got to publishing it. Wow. But it's about kind of deconstructing this notion that the only thing that matters in the world and the only thing that's real in the world is material. And that's actually the opposite of the truth, because when you get underneath and what the book is about is the fact that when energy becomes matter, it becomes matter because there is something in the field of information that shapes 
all of that activity. So information, which other people like to call energy or like to call consciousness, actually sits underneath what we experience as the material world and drives it into form and it stays present as an unfolding self-creating process by which life moves on and we individually move on and that's where our relationship with the creative process of living happens that's where it all takes place wow now you have taken a very complex and i mean very complex um uh um, understanding and simplified it so beautifully uh and i mean i've I've been studying, just like you, the science and the spirituality and the concepts and how do we apply this and how does this matter in my life? So the, the science of possibility took you a couple of decades. <laughs> Talk about a self-critic, you know, uh, and to perfect it. I mean, that is beautiful. And I know how difficult it could be being an analytical person who is now... Uh, really coming into the full understanding and application of all of that. So please continue. Uh, Speak to us about leadership coaching and emotional spiritual intelligence as well. Okay. So all of our creation is about the way that we see who we are and what we do. It's about how we connect. So the first part of the kind of process by which I became psychic or had the psychic experience i'm not actually a particularly gifted psychic psychic very far from it Um, but the first part is that you learn to connect with the universe so the the kind of basis of that is intuition then the next piece of that is that okay you've got a connection and that connection between you and the unfolding flow of the universe sits in that field of information and you can feed into it. So when people have had, as they have for centuries, millennia, the notion that you can pray and that you can alter reality through that process of prayer, or when you bring that up to date in things like the secret and and, uh, law of attraction, what you're getting is that you're taking the connection that you've got, which you're born with, but which having been trained out of it, we need to retrain ourselves back into it. You can take that connection and you use that to feed your wishes and your desires into the flow of the universe. So how does that relate to spiritual intelligence and spiritual intelligence coaching well that also sits in the space of reorientating your mindset and your relationship with your own spirituality and the concepts you hold about spirituality how does it work in organizations it's about changing the way that you see the unfolding of the organization and your place in it so it's effectively the the same or very similar processes wherever they get applied in my my world and i mean you said in your introduction that i'm a spiral dynamics practitioner spiral dynamics has a lot to say about the way that the natural unfolding of 
the historical uh, flow of how humans have developed, the natural unfolding of how um, organizations develop, it has a lot to say about what the patterns are that you're working with it in that but it's all a matter of kind of getting inside the system rather than being outside and at a distance from the, the system and at a distance from your own life and living which is where people are brought up to be you know where we're sort of on the edge and we manipulate as best we can the things that we can see but we don't get underneath it and engage with the power of who we are and the nature of our being in a, such a way that we can uh, amplify the process of our creation. Wow, that's, um, <clears throat> that's really, really deep. And now I, I'm, I'm fascinated uh, with the concepts and the understanding that you have. Um, I'm wondering now some of the some of the concepts that you do have, for instance, um, leadership, coaching, emotional, spiritual intelligence, how long a process is that if one wanted to participate? <laughs> um, that, that's a, a very kind of how long is a piece of string question because I mean, the, the whole thing, I, you know, I've, I've kind of given uh, some reason to recognize that I've been on this journey for um, five years. Yes, yes. <laughs> I, I don't feel that the journey has stopped. I don't feel that it will ever stop. So um, there's only kind of a, a sense of, well, what do you want right now? What would you like to shift right now? What's what's the change that you see ahead of yourself, and how do we might how, how do we maybe support that? Mm -hmm, if it's a, mm -hmm. if it's a spiritual intelligence journey, you you know the 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 system I work with, which is the SQ twenty one twenty one skills of spiritual intelligence. You know, each skill is a a package in its own own right. You know, you could do one of those. A month for two years uh, or, for two years. Right. or or you could say actually i'm quite comfortable with you know 17 out of out of the 21 but there's four i want to focus on and could we just have a, a have a conversation about those four so i mean it's whatever people want there's no i i don't work with formulae actually <laughs> that's you know i i work with patterns and with choice choice is at the center of all this Yes, definitely. No, it's a it's a beautiful, deep understanding, and definitely, it's a lifetime of work um, and understanding because it's forever unfolding, just like the universe. Um, I myself have probably you know those experienced the serendipitous uh, you know experiences that one has in their life. Um, you know, and one can share, but, you know, the naysayers will always say, oh, chances are, and of course, right? Um, but it's interesting because I find, uh, you know, John, that you came from a very scientific and analytical upbringing and how you shifted with one experience. If you had another, um, uh, you know, an atheist, uh, non-believer, I'm talking about my husband, um, where would one start with an individual like that? Well, 
I don't think it's necessary to believe anything, but it is necessary to stop disbelieving. Right, right. Because the nature of skepticism is, is very much that, you know, it doesn't matter what evidence anybody brings you. Um, right. you, can, you can find a rationalization that will go around it. The, the thing that became apparent to me was, yes, I mean, okay, that first psychic experience was like, this is too big to ignore. But since then, you know, you talk about the serendipitous events. What I've been learning about in a way is that this process of co-creation gets to the point where there is just too many events to not see this as just a part of this is how life is. This is how, how we can work with life. Just as the process of writing the, the book, I mean, there, there's plenty of books about science and spirituality. The thing that was different for me was that I felt I had to, I had to look at the physics, I had to look at the biology, I had to look at the evolution, I had to go into the way that shamans see the world. I, I had to build up this whole picture. And when you get the whole picture, there's just too much there to ignore. So, I mean, I, I could potentially say well okay just give your husband my book and tell him to to to, to read it and then come right. back with his his skepticism and if he's somebody who might even be inclined to read a, a scientific based book then yes. maybe that would work for him but i'm equally aware that most people are not that interested in science they won't they won't take the time to do it. And actually my more recent work has been very much based on, okay, so how do I unpack that knowledge and how do I deliver that to people in mm. such a way that they can have their own journey? Right. So I have a program that, that's called Connect to Source, which is taking people through that inner process Yes. of how do you get inside? How do you develop your connection with the universe? How do you expand your inner mind? And how do you move forward with that to the point where you have a sense of your relationship with the universe that you can turn into a, a creative activity? Right, right. Um, it's it's very interesting that you bring that up because going internal in itself is a huge process. People are so connected to the external. Um, and so this program that you offer, is that a program where you would say a beginner can come in and explore their intuitive abilities, their psychic abilities, or is it more of uh, working with energies? I very much uh, set the intention that it would work for anybody. So total beginners. Um, I mean, the, the, the challenge that we all face is that we're brought up in a world which focuses on the out, outer because as humans, we've done some really fast, fantastic things based yes. on the power of our conscious of our cognitive analytical minds it's taken yes. you know we wouldn't be able to have this conversation over the medium that we're talking about if it wasn't for many years of scientific brilliance that that created this and it's absolutely fantastic but we're trained 
from very early ages. I mean, even if you're somebody who is naturally psychic in a way that I wasn't, let's say you get a six-year-old who is hearing voices or who is aware of what's happening with, with granny when granny isn't there or you know, who has experiences that are completely real and natural uh, for them at that point, and they say something to somebody about it, and they're told, no, you're just making that up. That's just, you know, that's just fantasy. And they're encouraged to grow out of it. So we've all been trained away from what is effectively our birthright. You know, we are born with this connection, so the purpose of, of the training is to retrain people back towards their birthright. And it's, a, it's, it's not a complex process. It's, um, you know, it's a, a series of guided visualizations and they're just kind of quite um, carefully constructed on the basis of what I've learned about the nature of the inner mind and the different ways that that works and how to do as much as is possible so that it works for everybody. Uh, and so, yeah, I mean, it's, <laughs> I, I, I've made it as easy as I possibly can. No, that was, uh, that was incredibly uh, uh, valuable. I think that uh, in order to tune in and to uh, develop your intuitive skills, you definitely need a mentor like yourself, you know, John, because you second guess yourself. I know after, you know, spending my entire life, and I'm 55, uh, I've spent my whole life on this uh, unfoldment um, of this, um, I would say, spiritual uh, evolution that's taking place. And I'm st I still second guess myself when it comes to any of that ability, because it's very natural, even though you can see the proof, you can see how it's working out. And then you say, no, nah, it couldn't be you know and so that's a beautiful offer that you have and uh i know that we're kind of halfway there through this uh first uh half of our interview so i would really appreciate you sharing your website and um and some of the offerings that you have and then we'll continue our conversation okay yeah well i'm uh, just to uh yeah, I, I mean, I'm actually in, in sort of catch-up mode with the with the website, so um, it's just as well we have a pause for me to um, bring all. My website is www.accesstopossibility.net, and uh, all the information about the course will be uh, available through that entry point. Wonderful, wonderful. So let's, uh, let's continue because I'm still actually very fascinated how someone like yourself being an, a, a very analytical person um, was just uh, blown away by the fact that you had the psychic experience. Um, was that something that what you had, you know, taken as a program um, was supposed to happen did that happen to the majority or was that just oh wow okay it, it did um 
I mean, it was designed into the program and um, I mean, I, one of the things about me being so kind of um, jaw dropped by the experience was that I went on to become a trainer from the, for the program for a couple oh. of years. And so I also saw other people go through similar experiences, probably not quite as dramatic as mine. I mean, mine was was really um, kind of un unusual. Most people, uh, their detection is more subtle than that. Yes. And maybe because most people have got there with an expectation that this is going to be part of what they will learn, it isn't quite such a surprise. Yes. I mean, I was sort of open to the notion that, that, that there is, does seem to be some stuff that happens to people. Yes. Uh, but it, I, I don't know how it happens and it's mysterious and it's certainly never going to happen to me. So, right. you know, that was why it was sort of such a, such a big deal when it, when it did happen I'm not and you know you talk about kind of the type of person that you are I'm not the kind of person who can have that happen and not want to know more about how I mean right. that's just my nature I yes you know if I haven't I'm not an engineer I actually most of my career was in IT right but I have an engineer's mindset. I like taking stuff apart and putting back together again. I used to like fixing stuff. Wow. You know, I, that, that's just kind of the way my mind works. And so right. where I am now is it's more about, okay, the thing that is in a sense being fixed is this misunderstanding about the shape of the universe and how it works. Right, right. And is that where quantum physics comes in? Or is that an understanding of the quantum? Or is that more coming from, um, like, um, I don't know, some other form of science? Like, where did that come from, that understanding that you are able to piece together for, for the listeners out there? Because obviously, they would probably want to know, you know, well, yeah, um, quantum physics certainly came into it because kind of in the early stages of my journey, a lot of the stuff that was being written about the edges of spirituality and the science of that was being done, you know, the dancing Wooly masters or Fritjof Capra, um, you know, there were, there were people who were exploring that. And I certainly went into, the, into that. I became dissatisfied uh, eventually with how far that could take you because mm. there, there's a certain point where it hits this buffer of, of where everybody kind of goes, Oh, wow. And oh, I can see that kind of opens up the nature of the material world. And then they just say, well, everything is energy. Right. And, That's a beautiful and, one, right? Like, yeah. Okay. So what am I supposed to do with that information? <laughs> <laughs> exactly so you know for me it was uh, it's what i call a chocolate teapot you know it's, yes. it's it, you 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 can't make tea in it so that meant that i had to kind of go beyond that to what's underneath that and that's where the understanding um I mean, if for people who do follow the quantum thing, they they know about this the 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 dualistic thing and and that the the Heisenberg's uncertainty principle and that there's a certain point at which something kind of changes state and becomes 
crystallized as a reality. Right. But what, what isn't explained is the consciousness that underlies why that happens because right. physics can't see it. Right, right. And depending on which science background you're coming from, you're going to be limited. And you know, the beautiful thing is, and I'm sure you've heard of uh, Bruce Lipton, uh, um, the cell biologist. And so he comes at all of this from a completely different science perspective, which is... Yeah. Which was, which was limiting, which was limiting for him. And so I, I understand where, you know, what you're speaking of. And then when you have someone like, uh, you know, I, I've, I've done a fair bit of work with Dr. Joe and, and Bruce uh, Lipton, as well as Greg Braden, each of them bring a different science perspective, but it's all leading to the same thing um at the end because you're gonna get limited at some point you're gonna hit the ceiling and it's like now what right exactly so i mean i have a whole chapter that is basically i mean it, it, it's an honoring of, of bruce lipton because that relationship between uh, thought and what unfolds in the in the cell biology and in the epigenetics that's yes. one crucial that's one crucial piece of the the picture and it yes. sits alongside the the nature of the of the body as a whole system which functions it you know it's not all happening in your brain there is this whole resonant system which is also connected through all the messenger chemicals and the work of Candice Pert uh, on molecules of emotion, you know, all of this ties together. So th this is why, you know, from the point of view of writing the book, it was essential to me to be able to come from multiple perspectives, to be able to talk about the evolution, to be able to talk about the genetics and to unpick each of those pieces of science and say, this is what happens when you bring consciousness in and you insert that into the picture because from my point of view oh when you do that it suddenly makes sense the whole of it fits together i mean i you know i find that enormously exciting it is yes yes and i love that term that you use it's your accepted reality and and of course your accepted reality that you spoke of at the beginning of our conversation really does limit you because what you don't accept in your world doesn't exist. And that exactly. is, that, that is huge. Well, you know, um, John, uh, it's been a beautiful conversation. I so, so am looking forward to uh, getting my copy of The Science of Possibility because someone who has worked hard and put in a few decades of work and you can pick it all up in one book and uh, you have at your fingertips beautiful, simple concepts to understand what John has been able to put together for us. Now, we're going to have John back, and he is going to uh, discuss in depth some of this work. And I so look forward to our next um, uh, interview, John, and we'll be learning more about John's program. You will be given the opportunity to actually uh, tune in and next time and he has an exciting program that he's working on are you able to share just a little bit as well as your website as the uh, listeners uh, are, are um, coming to the end of the show please john 
Yes, absolutely. So what the program consists of is there's 12 uh, visualization exercises, which firstly take people through the actuality, the, the reality of connecting in different ways into the flow of the universe. And it expands your concept of what you are even capable of connecting to beyond what most people will even have uh, allowed as, as possible for them. And then it actually goes through the, the reverse of that, which is, okay, if I want to create my reality, how do I listen to the flow of the universe? And how do I place my desire for what needs to emerge next into that flow in such a way that it will, uh, will be effective? And how am I then in the space where I can pick up on, you know, you, you referred to synchronicities and serendipities and so on, but how, how will I be in the place where I am attuned to that, I'm less likely to second guess myself, less likely to distrust what I'm hearing, because we all go through that. I, I still go through that, you know, there's, that's uh, one day, maybe I'll stop. I don't know, but yeah. that is the nature of the process of yes. listening to some very subtle signals and spotting what you need to pay attention to and what you don't. Well, we look forward to developing our skills with John Freeman. And on that note, John, just once more, your website, is www.accesstopossibility.net. Thank you so much. And for our audience, thank you for listening in today. This uh, guest, uh, John Freeman, what an amazing journey. And I'm Solyndron Buller, your host of Uplifting Humans, where we honor, empower, educate, and inspire the listener with real stories and expert advice. Until next time, have a wonderful, wonderful day. Thank you.